Welcome to the show, BMR Drivers Academy All Access, coming to you from the Bill McAnally Racing Podcast Network on SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and Apple Podcast. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. We've got a great show for you today. First, we are going to recap the Week 2 racing action from Roseville's All-American Speedway for the BMR Drivers Academy. And then after our recap, we are going to catch up with one of our own from the BMR Drivers Academy. You've heard some sound bites from her on our BMR Academy Week 1 wrap-up show. But today we'll be joined live by driver of the number 10, Icon Direct, Glenn McLeod and Sons Toyota Camry. Amber Balkan joins us for a one-on-one interview to help you get to know one of our great new drivers. Before Amber joins us, let's get you caught up on everything surrounding Roseville's Week 2 of the BMR Drivers Academy season. To refresh everyone's memory, Cole Moore picked up both victories on Week 1 at All-American Speedway and Cole would look to pick up right where he left off heading into week number two. Amber Balkan had kind of a tough opening week to the season in some aspects. She was spun out in race number one and finished in fourth, and then finished fifth in race number two. It wasn't all bad, though. Amber showed great single-car speed in practice sessions and had some pretty good restarts in the races. Week two was all about building upon what was learned in week number one and making as much progress as possible for these academy drivers. Cole Moore would continue to work with his very familiar driver coach, Mario Isola, and Amber Balkin would continue to build upon what she's worked on with Eric Holmes as her driver coach for another week. Cole Moore would win the pole for Friday evening's main event with Amber Balkin starting alongside in second. This one went by in a hurry, with just a few brief caution flags falling, and Cole Moore would use the outside lane to his advantage on each restart and would take the win in race number one. Checkered flag number one of the weekend belonged to the red and white number 99 Toyota Racing duo of Cole Moore and Mario Isola, with Amber Balkin finishing in second. Saturday, April 10th marked race number four of the BMR Academy season and was a huge day at All-American Speedway. For the first time in over a year, fans would be welcomed back to All-American Speedway to see some great short track racing. In addition to the BMR Drivers Academy, fans got to see the Modifieds, Superstocks, F4s, Mini Cups, Bandoleros, and UTV racing all in one night at the track. Once again, Cole Moore would qualify on the pole, and similar to race number one, this race would be slowed just a few times for some caution flags, but this time we saw Cole Moore restarting on the bottom side a bit more often. Ultimately, Cole Moore ended up taking the checkered flag again to sweep the weekend and move to 4-0 on the season for the BMR Drivers Academy. Amber Balkin would finish second and would click off the fastest lap of the race, Here's the winner of both weekend's races, Cole Moore, with his final thoughts on week number two of the season. Very excited. Um, me and Amber uh, had some fun out there. She showed some really good speed. Um, she actually ran the fastest lap of the race, but we were able to be a little bit more consistent and um, got it done. Well, uh, we're just a couple weeks into the season, but you got four trophies now. What are you going to do with all these new trophies? Well, for now, I'll just keep piling them in the corner of my garage. Uh, might have to find a new spot for them soon. 
<laughs> what do you guys, uh, you know, what's the mindset in races like this where, you know, you got some controlled cautions and I know the first couple races, we saw you primarily just going to that outside because that was the place to be. This time around, we saw you go to the bottom a couple times. Is that just kind of to feel things out and see if that's something that can work for you in the future? Yeah, you know, because you never know what position you're going to be put in um, when the when the time comes, when the ARCA comes here. So I just wanted to know and be confident that I could have a good restart on the top or the bottom. Um, really, it's just all about the jump, you know, who, who's got the nose going into turn one and um, you know, we've been, uh, we've actually just been able to notch everyone out going into one so far this season. And, uh, I guess that's why we're four for four. And, uh, this is your home racetrack, all American speedway. How cool is it to get out of the car and look up and see fans in the stands again? Super fun. It was, I mean, yeah, last year we did so much racing here and did not have any fans. It was just a bummer. So I was so excited to have everyone here. Um, you know, I definitely wish we had some more cars. Uh, out there with us to put on a little bit better of a show but um, things will things will get better and uh, just super excited to have the fans back so uh, this academy we start out the first several races just here at all-american speedway before they start doing some traveling and going to some different tracks mm -hmm. and i know part of the reasoning for that is to kind of help you guys get your feet under you in these race cars uh, is that uh, something that you think is working having this much track time at uh, you know this place specifically before you guys branch out and start heading to other places yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, these cars are a lot different than what most people have ever driven. There's not a lot, not a lot of things that can compare, besides just getting in the seat and driving them. So, uh, to be on, be here at Roseville, um, and you know, get up to speed before we go out to like Irwindale or Kern, it's definitely the best thing for everybody. Driver of the number 99 Toyota Racing Camry, Cole Moore. So that's a wrap on week number two for the BMR Drivers Academy from Roseville's All American Speedway. The Academy will be back in action next weekend on Friday, April 23rd and Saturday the 24th at All-American Speedway for week three of the season. Coming up, we'll be joined on the show by BMR Drivers Academy full-time driver Amber Balkin. Stay tuned. This segment is brought to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. BMR Napa Auto Care is a quality independent repair business with the best reputation in the community. Consumers consistently select BMR Napa Auto Care because of the trust and confidence they have in Napa quality parts and Napa Auto Care's commitment to excellence and best-in-class service. Taking care of your car is an important part of protecting your investment and protecting your family. 916-676-0010 or online at bmrnapa.com. Two locations, Roseville and Antelope, and both will deliver to you the same great BMR service. That's BMR Napa Auto Care, championship service for a championship team. Welcome back to the BMR podcast. We are very happy to be joined on this episode by one of our great drivers of the BMR Drivers Academy. She's from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and she drives the number 10 Icon Direct Glenn McLeod and Sons Toyota Camry. Amber Balkin joins the show. Thanks for joining us, Amber. Thanks for having me on. Well, Amber, you uh, just wrapped up race weekend number two of the BMR Academy season at Roseville showed some good speed, and even had the fastest lap of the race on Saturday. How do you assess all the happenings of race weekend number two? Yeah, I mean, my goal of the BMR Drivers Academy was just to learn and grow and uh, progress every single week, and that's what we've been doing. So um, I'm happy to accomplish that. It was great to get the fastest lap time of the race, and um, Cole was a good person to have in front of me since he has so much seat time at that track and lots of wins at that track and some championships so to you know beat his lap time was a good accomplishment and um i just have to work on consistency you know he that's where he beats me and that's why he was able to win and i got second so 
Um, I just have to work on my consistency and really getting comfortable in these cars. All-American Speedway is a tricky track. You know, it's a small track, but um, there's that makes it less room for error. So um, just have to work on my consistency, but overall happy with the progression that we're making. And Cole Moore has been the guy everyone's been chasing since the BMR Drivers Academy season began. And this last weekend, it was basically you versus Cole. Was it uh, helpful to have so much opportunity to race against him and possibly learn from some of the things that he's been doing that have given him so much success early on? Yeah, definitely. You know, we had quite a little, quite a bit of time on Saturday uh, in between qualifying and races to kind of bounce ideas off of each other. So I was asking him a little bit of, you know, the track and how he does his restarts and everything like that. So I think my restarts improved as well. So that was good. Um, But I want to (laughs) win. I don't like getting second. So uh, hopefully by next race, my consistency will be better and we can continue those um, fast lap times and we can give him a run for his money. And this program, all about learning, all about progressing as a driver. Was there any particular area that you feel like you progressed in the most from week one to week two? I think overall, just consistency. You know, um, the first race, the first practice, I was able to put down some good laps to qualify decently well. Um, but then the race, I just, you know, it, it's one thing to run a fast lap and it's another thing to put everything together. So just overall putting everything together and being more consistent with it all and, and having an overall good race, not just a couple fast laps or one or two good starts. You know, you to be really good at NASCAR, you have to be perfect every single lap, every single restart, every, every single race. So, um, it's just about making sure I have that consistency at the end of the day. And uh, kind of get to go on the other side of that, is there anything that's maybe on the top of the list for you going into week number three of racing in terms of the progress you're looking to make out there on the racetrack? Yeah, I definitely want to win. I think we're getting closer every single week, and um, I'm I'm sure everyone else is being <laughs> winning so I want to be that person to break the chain and and beat him you know I have been focusing more on just the learning aspect and and improving but at the end of the day we're still drivers we still want that number one position and and we need results to give our sponsors and everyone that helps us out so um, I'm hoping by next week I can you know I've I've been getting better every week and we just have a little bit more ways to go to, to get that win but I know we're close and uh, since this academy season started, Eric Holmes has been your driver coach for everything you've done. And Eric Holmes is a NASCAR West legend, had a ton of success at All-American Speedway. How great has it been to be able to rely on his advice and pick his brain on so many different things as you learn these race cars? Yeah, I'm super grateful to have Eric Holmes coaching me. You know, not only does he teach me so much when I'm in the car, but when I step out of the car, he's teaching me about the shocks and the springs and the um, wedge and the, you know, he's he's going through all the parts of the car with me and explaining the changes that they're making on the car where, you know, I've worked with creatures before that don't really give me that information, even, you know, if I ask. So the fact that he's so hands-on off, off the track and on the track, he's just been teaching me so much and every single week I'm learning more and more, um, not only driving, but just the setups, the um, different things that I can do to help my sponsors. Like he, I've, I've been picking his brain on every single aspect of the sport. So the fact that he has so much experience and, and so much success in the sport, he's a great person to have in my, helping me and have in my corner. And one thing that can be tough for drivers trying to progress in their careers is that 
they can be quickly thrown into some high-pressure situations and expected to perform right away. And one of the things that stands out to me about this academy program is the support that each of you drivers has received from team owner Bill McAnally, the team members, and the driver coaches. How does it feel to have this much support surrounding you from team owner Bill McAnally and driver coach Eric Holmes while you're out there learning more each week? It feels amazing. You know, when we started this uh, BMR Drivers Academy, I told both Eric and Bill that, you know, I'm, I'm here to learn, I'm here to progress, and I've, I've given up a lot to be here. I've worked my butt off to be here to get the sponsors to do this thing. And, um, you know, this I'm not a rookie in racing. I might be a rookie in these ARCA cars, but I'm not a rookie in racing. And I've had a, to overcome a lot of adversity and a lot of struggles just to be able to get a sponsor to get in the race car. And, um, I just want them to know how dedicated I and persistent I am in making a career in racing and wanting to do well. And the fact that they understand and they see my dedication and they want to, you know, you know, they believe in me and they want to put just as much effort into me as I'm putting into this program is exactly what I need to succeed. So the fact that I have them in my corner and, and helping me progress and making me a better driver, a better spokesperson, a better you know, all-around um, representative in NASCAR, it's been huge for me. And we're only two weeks in, and it's amazing what the CMR Academy has already done for me. So, um, and as you said before, you know, it, it takes the pressure off. You know, if we jump right into the ARCA National Series, there's a lot of pressure there. But this is really learning and teaching us or teaching us the tools that we need so that when we do get opportunity in the big leagues, we're ready for it. And um, that's what this was about. You know, I, we could have went, took our money into the ARCA West series right away. Um, and, but I wouldn't have been ready for it. So we spent our money with Bill here in the BMR Drivers Academy because I knew that I needed to, to develop my skills and get better as a driver and get used to these cars and, um, be aligned with people who could help me get there. And there's no two better people to help me get there than Bill McAnally and Eric Holmes. And you said it just a moment ago, we're two weeks into the season, both those weeks out at All-American Speedway, and we got three more to go at All-American Speedway before the series goes on the road. At this rate, is All-American Speedway starting to feel like your home, away-from-home racetrack, basically? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far it is. Um, before our first race of the season, I had only tested at All-American Speedway quite a few years ago, so I remember not loving this track, but um, it's definitely starting to grow on me as I start to get better. But I'm definitely excited for the other races on the schedule, like Irwindale. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and Kern County. I like car or I like tracks that go fa- we can go fast on and get a little more speed. So I'm looking forward to those as well. And it may not be your home race track, but you've turned a lot of laps as of late at All American Speedway and in front of fans for the first time this last Saturday. How great was that experience, you know, after a couple of weeks of racing out there with nobody in the stands to, uh, you know, after the race on Saturday, climb out of your number 10 Toyota Camry and be interviewed on the front stretch in front of all those race fans? Uh, it was awesome to see the race fans. You know, race, the fans make the sport, and racing wouldn't be what it is without the sport. We wouldn't have sponsors if we didn't have fans. So um, I'm just so thankful to have the fans back. Hopefully they enjoyed it, and it looks like they're having a good time. So um, hopefully we can get even closer to them, send some autographs to them and stuff soon. But it was great just having them back in the fans last weekend. Or right back in the stands, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and now to uh, move back just a little bit to uh, kind of help the fans get to know a little bit about your background, let's talk about your racing career and how it came to be 
Tell me how racing became such a big part of your life and when you knew it was something that you really wanted to pursue as a career. So I'm a third-generation race car driver. So I grew up at the racetrack. Um, my mom and dad met at the racetrack, and I've been going to the track since I've been in my mom's belly. So you could say it's in my blood for sure. And, and my all my cousins race, my, my uncle, my dad. And so being around it all the time, it's, it's something that I fell in love with instantly and knew that I wanted to do it right away. And so at 10 years old, I started in go-karts, and then I moved up to lightning sprints, or some people know as mini sprints with a 1,000 cc GSXR engines in it. Um, and then we moved up to the 410 sprint cars. I did a little bit of 360 sprint cars, um, did some dirt midgets, um, some pavement limited late models, and then a couple of super late model races. So um, most of my background is in dirt. I raced dirt last year uh, for Flea Ruzik in the Power Eye National Midget Series uh, on dirt. So it was a big transition from going from a you know a lightweight 950 pound midget car, uh, open wheel, no wing, nothing, to a big heavy stock car with a lot of horsepower under the hood. So the transition's been big, but um, it's been one that's been exciting. And that's a great thing about racing is that there's so many different types of racing that you can pursue. And uh, you were, as you said, racing on dirt for a long time. And while we have a, a ton of successful dirt racers in NASCAR, there's also a ton of drivers who have stayed in dirt racing and made a career out of that. Was stock car racing something you always knew you'd eventually want to pursue? Or early on was the mindset, you know, all dirt racing? So when I was younger, um, you know, my whole family, they still have nine to five jobs and they race on weekends. It's their hobby and not their, they don't make money from it. So um, knowing that I went to college and I got my two year business diploma and um, I went to go back for my four year and I kind of had an aha moment while I was sitting in class and realized, you know what, racing is my love, racing is my passion. It's all I think about and it's all I want to do. And so that day I went to my parents and said, I want to try to make racing a career. And I didn't exactly know what that was going to look like. I didn't know if it was going to be in sprint cars or um, in pavement. That that next year after I raced sprint cars, the NASCAR diversity program reached out to me and um, they really opened my eyes to what was possible for my future. You know, I, I other than watching NASCARs on Sundays, I didn't know a ton about NASCAR, about the different series of late models and um, the different types of classes. And I, I had to learn on my own. So um, I'm thankful that the NASCAR diversity reached out to me and kind of opened my eyes to see what the possibilities were because NASCAR isn't something that I thought that I could do before. And um, as I moved down to North Carolina and, and got to learn more about the industry and, and everything you know it's something that I was like I really want to do this and I really want to try to be an NASCAR driver so um what was NASCAR my always my goals no I just my main goal before was to race 410 sprint cars um and I was super thankful that I accomplished that and the NASCAR diversity reached out to me and um now <laughs> I'm all about NASCAR I, I really want to make it as far as I can in the sport um but right now just focusing on developing my skills in the BMR Drivers Academy. Well, Amber, at the track on the first, uh, the day of the first race of the season, you told me that you've been finding your own sponsorship to pursue racing since you were 10 years old. And that's something that I found to be a very unique story and one I'd definitely like to hear more about if possible. Could you uh, talk about how you began looking for sponsorship at such a young age? Definitely. So as I said before, 
everyone raced in my family, and my dad still races dirt late models to this day. And um, when I was young, I begged and begged to let me race, and he said no in, unless you go and do it on your own. So um, at 10 years old, I was going to trade shows with him and, and swap meets and selling stickers and introducing myself to people and getting $100 there, $100 here um, to buy a go-kart. And it's been like that ever since. You know, my dad said, if you want to race, you have to do it on your own. That means working on the race car yourself and also raising the, the finances and the sponsors to be able to pay for it all on your own. So for the last 18 years, I've raised all my own sponsorship dollars. And um, it's been really difficult, especially as you move up the ranks of NASCAR. It gets more and more expensive. So uh, it's something that's been that's made my journey a lot more difficult but I'm also grateful for it because it's learned, it's taught me so much about business and um, really just has made me a better woman and built character and um, made me, you know, I guess more intelligent overall. Um, and it's, I love dealing with people. I love the business aspect of it. So I've learned to love it now and I've learned to embrace the, you know, the challenges that come with it. And it, it feels really good when I can, you know, pull the car out of the trailer at the beginning of the year and, and look at that car and know that I got that sponsor on my own, that I ra- that I created that relationship with them and um, was able to provide value with them for them to want to be a part of my, my career and my journey. So um, just as winning races is exciting for race car drivers, to me, making deals and, and getting sponsorships is almost equally is exciting because it's equally as difficult. So... Um, I'm super grateful to have Icon Direct on board for the entire season. They're my brand new sponsor out of my home province of Winnipeg, so that's really cool. And then my other sponsor is Glenn McLeod and Sons, and this is their fifth year in a row of sponsoring me. So I have great, great partners on board that are allowing me to not only live my dream, but help me um, keep climbing the ranks. And now uh, let's talk a bit about the Napa Filters Driver Expo that you participated in with BMR back in 2015. Your first laps turned at All-American Speedway. Was that your first foray into stock car racing? And how much did that opportunity to drive a BMR car really shape your goals for your racing future? Yeah, so that was only my second time, I think, in a pavement car, which is crazy to think of. Um, I did the NASCAR Diversity Combine and then um, the Drivers Expo. And it was great that I did that because that's when I got to meet Bill and, and start that relationship with Bill. And as you know, Bill is such a respected driver or respected team owner on the West Coast and not even just the West Coast, but all of NASCAR. So um, I'm really thankful that I did be, become a part of that. At that time, I was hoping that I would have the sponsorship then to do something with him. But, um, you know, timing's everything. And I'm really happy that uh, now I get to be a part of this BMR Drivers Academy. I almost wish that it was it. So we had something like this earlier on in my career because it's it's so great. But um, I'm just really thankful to be with Bill now, and um, that it's cool that I got to meet him at that Drivers Expo because I've caught, kept in contact with him ever since then. Well, Amber, looking ahead on this season, once we get through these first five weeks of racing at All American Speedway, you'll be getting your first road course racing experience of the season. Do you have any road racing experience to go off of? And either way, how much are you looking forward to the new challenges that that will bring to this racing season when you get out to Thunder Hill Raceway and then Sonoma in June? Yeah, so um, I've actually been talking to Bill and my, my sponsors about moving the schedules around a little bit. Um, 
we haven't confirmed exactly or I haven't announced anything yet, but um, we, we might be doing a few different races. So I'll just uh, leave it at that <laughs> for now. <laughs> Great. Well, Amber, it's been uh, fun to watch you progress through two race weekends on the season, and we still have uh, many more to uh, to watch you go out and go for some wins here. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Best of luck, and thanks for joining the show. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you once again to Amber Balkin for being part of the podcast. She's been learning a lot in the number 10 Toyota and doing a great job here early in the season. And it was great to get the opportunity to get to know her as she continues her journey in her racing career. To tell a quick story, we talked about it briefly during the interview. Amber was part of the 2015 Napa Filters Drivers Expo put on by Bill McAnally Racing out at All-American Speedway. And this event had some very big name development drivers participating. 11 young drivers participated, including Truck Series Championship runner-up Zane Smith, Eddie Cheever III, as well as Todd Gilliland and Riley Herbst, who we know joined BMR full-time the very next season, and another driver participating was Amber Balkin. Amber and the rest of the group got to make some laps at All-American Speedway with the help of some driver coaches, and got some great media training opportunities with post-testing press conferences, and even had Larry McReynolds on hand as a guest speaker for the event. In many ways, the Napa Filters Driver Expo felt like a mini-version of what we're doing now with the BMR Drivers Academy. And it's very cool to have Amber on hand for the inaugural season of racing after having been part of the Drivers' Expo back in 2015. Be sure to support Amber and the rest of the BMR Drivers' Academy racers next time out at the track on Friday, April 23rd and the 24th at All-American Speedway. Tune in on Speedsport TV or come out to the track on Saturday, April 24th if you get a chance. For some MHR Truck Series news here before we wrap things up today, Derek Krause and the number 19 Toyota Tundra welcome new crew chief Mark Hillman to the team. They begin working together this weekend out at Richmond Raceway. Look for Derek Krause and the number 19 Incredible Bank Toyota Tundra this Saturday at Richmond for the Toyota Care 250, Saturday, April 17th, 1.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. We still got some time until the Arkham Menard Series West is back on track. That'll be June 5th at Sonoma Raceway. We'll have more info on that race as we get a little bit closer to it. And thank you, as always, for your continued support for BMR Podcasts, the BMR West Series Podcast, MHR Truck Series Podcast, and, of course, the BMR Drivers Academy All Access, which you're listening to now. Tune in to the show on any of the multiple places we have it available. Download the SoundCloud app or the TuneIn Radio app and subscribe to Bill McAnally Racing on there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. We've got every episode of the show ever created on all of these apps, so you can listen to any episode you'd like with any of our current or former Bill McAnally Racing drivers. Check out our most recent MHR Truck Series podcast with Derek Krause, or our Arca West Phoenix Opener recap with Jesse Love, and we've got the great BMR and Napa 30th Anniversary and 10th Championship Edition podcast with every BMR Championship winning driver. Enjoy NASCAR racing from Richmond Raceway this weekend, And join us next weekend for week three of the Bill McAnally Racing Drivers Academy from All-American Speedway at the track or on Speedsport TV. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. 